0: The best remedy for those who are afraid, lonely, or unhappy is to go outside. Somewhere where they can be quiet, alone with the heavens, nature, and God. Because only then does one feel that all is as it should be, and that God wishes to see people happy amidst the simple beauty of nature. I firmly believe that nature brings solace in all troubles. Anne Frank Our intention for this episode is to ask ourselves, How can I spend intentional time outdoors to ground myself? Hello friends, this is the Refind series from the Found Podcast with Molly Knuth, seven days of mini-episodes that are potent, consumable, and actionable for the modern-day small-town woman. The intention of this series is to provide for you a framework to Refind yourself when you are out of alignment or just not in the groove. The course of this series, we'll address the secret to happiness, building confidence, and tackling those tasks that we have been putting off for a while now. Because in doing this necessary internal work, we can begin our pursuit of external goals. Welcome to Refined Fact. All right, we're going to get into some statistics. And I love neuroscience and the research of the brain. And we're going to go into that a little bit. But All of the attributions and links to the studies that I reference here are linked in the show notes as well as over in the printable, downloadable guide that goes along with this podcast series. So, facts. Both correlational and experimental research have shown that interacting with nature has cognitive benefits. Experimental findings show how impressive nature's healing powers can be. Just a few months of green, or sorry, a few moments of green can perk up a tired brain. In one example, Australian researchers asked students to engage in a dull attention-draining task in which they pressed a computer key when certain numbers flashed on a screen. Students who looked out at a flowering green roof for 40 seconds midway through that task made significantly fewer mistakes than students who paused for 40 seconds to gaze at a concrete rooftop. Mind-blowing! And it doesn't just stop at the cognitive benefits as a performative indicator on a test. Nature has also been shown to make us nicer, both to ourselves and to other people. Uh, A professor of psychology at Carleton University in Ontario, Canada, and his colleagues showed undergraduates either nature documentaries or videos about architectural landmarks in a study. Then the participants played a fishing game in which they made decisions about how many fish to harvest across multiple seasons. Those who had watched the nature video were more likely to cooperate with their peers and also more likely to make choices that would sustain the fish population. In another experiment, the same author-study scientist and his colleagues found that elementary school children Acted more pro socially to classmates and strangers after a field trip to a nature school than they did after a visit to an aviation museum. So crazy. But what does all of this mean? Our modern way of life, where we are sitting in offices, where we are staring at computer screens or at our phones or at TVs, yada, 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 it is robbing us of the opportunity to interact with the outdoors. We literally are not getting our hands dirty. The restorative benefits of time spent outside affect us positively in physical, mental, and social-emotional ways as we learned from those examples that I just shared with you. And there are a host more examples if you just do a simple Google search, or you can, again, go to those studies that I linked in the show notes. All right, story time. So do you guys remember back in 2020 at the very beginning of the pandemic? I mean, how could we even really forget that? In those early days of late March, and early April 2020, it was hard to know what was harmful or helpful. I remember bursting into tears at just the thought of leaving my house to go pick up a drive-up pizza order in our rural town of 2500. It seemed like there were just risks everywhere, and the best thing to do was just stay inside locked doors and not interact with anybody. But as a family of six, four of whom were under the age of 10, that just wasn't practical. So in those early days, I spent a lot of time looking for activities that I could engage my kids in. We looked for things that could occupy their time as well as develop their brains that didn't involve a screen. And it could be completed with items that I just had on hand because remember, I was nervous about leaving the house for a while. We did come up with some pretty cool science experiments. We found this rainbow jar experiment that was on the back of a cereal box and it was pretty cool. And the kids came up with some pretty great make-believe scenarios, but hands down, Very quickly, it became obvious that our favorite thing to do to pass the time was to go for these nature walks in the pasture behind our house. Now, Living Rural, we had access to this. We have a few acres of land immediately beyond our backyard, and it had a cattle pasture, a couple of small ponds, a small stream, and some tree stands. And in the spring of 2020, thankfully, we were blessed with relatively warm weather early in the season. So the kids and I, on multiple days, would put on our rubber boots, our coats, and our hats, and we would just strike out into the backyard to find the beauty of what was literally right behind us this whole time. We loved naming the sites around our property. We loved noting the emergence of those buds that came with the spring season. We loved seeing those buds turn into green leaves. We laughed when someone got their hat stuck on a prickly thorn bush. The kids still talk about that moment, and it was years ago. And generally, we just got to enjoy existing. I sat in the grass and looked at a pond for minutes without my phone. Wild times. In the years since, the kids have gotten older, and we've kind of like resumed to life as usual, and our nature walks are fewer and farther between. But I never forget how that medicine of outdoor air and getting our feet and fingers dirty lowered the tension in our household, brought down the emotions of situations, and reminded us all that we're just small parts of this greater whole. Today, outdoor time for me looks like going for a walk, or mowing the lawn, or taking care of our chickens, or kicking a soccer ball around with the kids. But each time I really get dirt under my nails, I feel an immense sense of relief, both in my mind and in my body, and I feel a reset for the day ahead. Now, you know that in this refined series, we're ending each tiny episode with an action step. So today Your action step is to find 30 minutes, it doesn't have to be today, but it does have to be within the week, where you spend 30 minutes of time outside intentionally. So this means no screen in hand to distract you, no headphones in your ears, do not take this podcast along with you for those 30 minutes. And then while you're out there, go through your sensory experiences in the moment. Remember those from first grade? Smell, sight, taste, touch, sound. And really use running through those senses to ground yourself in that natural surrounding and notice like what feelings are coming up what body cues do you notice when you first start versus when you end this practice and really clue into how your body and your brain responds to being in nature okay now if you liked this little tidbit episode this refined series be sure that you tune in for our next episode which will drop tomorrow if you're listening in real time or you can just you know for listening to this in the future, just fast forward to the next episode. And if you want to get the downloadable guide that walks you through all of the resources, the action steps, and the facts step by step, episode by episode, you can visit mkm.myflowdesk.com slash or head to the show notes for the clickable link.